2023, and welcome back to the Painted Jungle Podcast. Co-host Ted Kim and Jung Kim. Woo! It's the new year, new me. New year, new pod. Actually, oh. new year, same pod. New pod. New episode. New name. New, we're changing the name? It's changing everything, I did not baby. get the memo. What's the 2023. Elion Podcast. No. We're going to adopt name, your music name. That, that name's gone. As you transition into a new music name. Dead. So welcome back to the yep. the Elon Podcast. Someone the other day, mm-hmm. I think, came up to Jung and was like, hey, isn't your uh, music name like Elon? Who <laughs> <laughs> was that? Like Sung or something? I forgot. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it was David. Da- or Dave- Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Oh, oh from Retreat. Yeah. For, uh, Daniel came. Shout out to the youth kids. Hope everyone had a good holiday season, Christmas, New Year's. I don't know why, but I feel like I had so much anticipation going into this Christmas season and New Year, I guess, but everything happened so quickly that um, for some reason it wasn't as exciting as I thought it would be. Things why were, was it not exciting? Things were kind of mellow towards the end of the year. I mean, Christmas, Christmas was good. I spent time with family, friends. Um, but then right after that, the day after Christmas... 26 um we go on this youth retreat and already off to a great start our brother justin gets covid (laughs) which for some reason ruined the whole vibe of retreat for me (laughs) not saying that you know retreat is a vibe yeah i don't know why we just kind of started off on a weird note is it because you missed him yeah and i wanted him to be there Mm. you know um he's supposed to do games with joan maybe it was god's blessing that he didn't just Why? For the, just for the sake of the the power balance or the mm. chaos of kids and game group leaders complaining to Justin every time and he gets super frustrated about it. Yeah. But uh yeah. I mean, overall it was an interesting retreat to say the least. It was. Um we'll talk more about that. And then going into like New Year's service, the countdown service, you were there. Mm-hmm. Um this is actually I recorded this in my head. But this was the only year we were only like a second away from the actual midnight. Eh, you guys were like a couple seconds off. I think no, I think as it was going into ten, it was like eight seconds away or something. So we were at like twelve zero zero oh three or something mm-hmm. when the countdown went off. But I was like very surprised because usually I'd be praying like you know how we pray right before and yeah. going to New Year. Yeah, and I like look at my watch because i get a i get a thing every hour and it's like 12 and we're on like the second prayer topic out of five yeah so i was actually quite impressed about our church countdown service um that's like the first new year's eve that i feel like i actually counted down into the new year um but is there a video that you guys play you have to time it perfectly um well they played that countdown video this year just like the 10 second one yeah um but usually just because I think Pastor Park really wanted to do it like on time. Yeah. It's usually up to him. Like we have to get to the last prayer topic. It's usually like five. And then once we're kind of at the fifth one, then the you know, the media team, they're like, Oh shoot, yeah, like we should probably do it right now. So I think even he was like not pushing people to pray fast, but like wanting to do it yeah. more on time this year. But I was I was mildly surprised. And then we had our little annual Denny's afterwards, mm. which is always horrible for me. Why is it horrible? I spend the first like 10 to 15 minutes of the new year in the Denny's bathroom. <laughs> this happened last year as well, where I had like this really 
<clears throat> really spicy, instant jukumi, like baby squid. Yeah. Like microwavable food kit. Okay. At 2021 New Year's Eve. So going into 22. Yeah. And I don't know why, but like it just didn't sit well with me. I was okay during the service because I had it before service. We get to Denny's. I didn't even order yet. And I'm in the bathroom just fireworking it up. Dude, they're in the toilet because I don't know why. It was just so spicy. So it's not the Denny's and, fault. But then this time, I feel like my stomach hurt before service. And then we ate Denny's. Yeah. And then the Denny's made me explode. Sure. But then you were hurting before Denny's. Sure. But Denny's right. is like a catalyst. Like, I think I'm, whenever I'm there, I just have the urge to poo really bad. I think that's more psychological because to me, Denny's is a blessing. Then if I go next year, do you think just by default, I'd run to the bathroom just out of like pure PTSD? I think the moment you just step in, you just psychologically triggers I need you to poo. have some kind of stomach ache, stomach issues. But for you, it's good. I mean, you got a power stomach then, dude. I don't I don't go there as often. Not as but much. That was my home, you know. That was my second home back, back in, the, in day. the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Things are good. How's your New Year's? Yeah, it's like good. Um it. it's funny because you're talking about the countdown videos of church services. Yeah. I don't know how other churches do it, but um one time my old old church, it was a New Year's service and um pastor had this idea of bringing uh, one of the chipsanim. What's cheap sounding in English? House person? A house person. <laughs> a deacon? I don't know. Just like, well, I guess like a regular member. Yeah. Of the congregation. I feel yeah. like anyone's, everyone's a cheap sounding low key. Yeah. 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 Because I think cheap sounding means you're a member of the church. Of the house? Yeah. Cheap. Not Sunny. bought, <laughs> not a dude that bought a house, <laughs> but like. Like you're a part, yeah, but a you can homeowner. only be a chisani yeah. if you've been registered at the church. Okay, okay. So, so a member of the member of the church. Um, and she came up and she started going, going off on her, uh, on her testimony, and she's just like looking back at her ear. But I think what Pastor wanted was just for her to share how God has uh, revealed Himself that year. Mm. But she started like start from her birth. Right here, she just started giving her entire origin story, (laughs) and so you know it's gonna get lengthy. And Mm. it's like on the spot; she didn't have it rehearsed or written down or anything. So she's off on top of her dome, and yeah, it went over. But the The countdown, yeah. So she spoke into yeah, and and tech tech guy can't like stop; like he's ordered to mute the mic. Yeah, so that's exactly what he played the video without the sound. Oh, okay. But there's a PowerPoint, like there's a projector, right? Uh-huh. And so we see everything. So she's like sharing about how she had like one of the like worst time um, growing up. But then she's like, God is so faithful. He's always, and then you just see in the back background, it's like happy, like five, four, <laughs> three, and happy new year. And like a bunch of sparklers and firework effects. Yeah. But she, she, you know, she's, she's keep going. She doesn't know. Like she doesn't see it. And everyone's like, oh shoot, this is super awkward. Do we clap or do we like, like was it like super emotional? She was like, yeah, she was, she was, she was like going off. And, uh, so that was a really quiet new year's countdown. Interesting. Experienced. Yeah. What a, what an odd, I feel like people would be like, yo, it's like low key, like 12, 15. Should we like say something like Yeah, yeah. I mean, people who came to that service just for the countdown, you know, sucks for them, but mm. it is what it is. Yeah. 
And then we did a communion, and then someone like took the blood of Jesus like a shot of soju. I mean, how are they going to do that, you know? It was quiet, and the pastor goes, now take the cup, and everyone's drinking, and yeah. just in the midst of silence, just here. <laughs> in the background. <laughs> nah, you can't be doing that. No, but that's what that. he did. Do you <laughs> think like the disciples, like, I imagine like a bowl that they had with wine in it. Mm-hmm. And they were just drinking from the cup, right? Mm-hmm. And they just go. And then Judas is just one shotting it. <sighs> <clears throat> just like, um, Jesus is like, you you good? Is it yummy? This is my body. Do you have a gluten free option? You got any Did butter we... with this? <laughs> you have a, can't you add garlic to your dry. body? <laughs> is this heretical? Okay. I have no idea. I don't know. Moving on. Yeah. Um, Your resolution New year's resolution Yeah um, Actually wrote some of this down You start hitting the gym again I don't like going right now Yeah <laughs> I don't know if that's an excuse Or No it's valid It's, it's just People are Super crowded Yeah, yeah. Just cannot go right now Totally um, valid So let me actually do this I can All read right. you my 2022 2022 Yes, and okay. see if anything changed. All right. Um, Let's go for it. Number one. Yep. Find resolution in relationships. That one was checked <laughs> off. I Wait, think what? What does that mean? Like, not... Like, to be more detailed is, like, to, like, make peace with some things in regarding to, like, my love life. Okay. Like, resolution. Like, find some sort of, like... I guess stability or meaningfulness. So I took that one off. Okay. Um, reconnect with God in his word and prayer. Mm. Um, create a more active routine day to day. I feel like, mm. I know. um, master a skill. Still have not done that. Uh, pay off credit card debt. That's in 2023 as well. <laughs> um, and actually, so what I did was at the end of the year, I wrote a lessons learned. Yeah. Um, Number one is 50% average on exams. <laughs> Number two, 300 plus dollar, like over $300 stop sign t- ticket. You got that? I did. Right in front of my house. Um, huh. And a lot of missed deadlines, scheduling ahead more on the important stuff. Mm. Actually, and to wrap it all up in 2023, my grades came out. Mm-hmm. I passed all my classes. Hey, let's Dude, go. I have no idea. I Bro. I literally checked the Sac State portal. I went from a D, with like a legit D, yeah. like a 64%. I was like, there's yeah. no way. Like, yeah. Maybe the curve will help. Yeah. It was a B minus when I checked. <coughs> I have no idea. Homie just went, all right, everyone gets two letters up. Let's because go. they were just doing so bad. Um, the go. other one was already curved. Yeah. Which was I? I was budging a fifty-seven percent. Yeah, but because I got a thirty-seven on on the midterm, I was worried. I needed to get at least a fifty. Yeah, these are weird averages to be thinking about, but like I needed at least half of the questions right. Yeah, to get a C in the class, because he doesn't do a plus minus; it's just whole. Um, and I got a sixty-two. Let's go, dude! Let's go. So we're chilling. One of them it says R D. <laughs> Which is apparently report delayed. He hasn't put it in, but yeah, yeah. I'm okay on that one. So I'm actually very, that was the happiest thing of we're celebrating three so far. We're celebrating for you getting D's and, but, you know, well, from a D. 
yeah. to B's and C's. But hey, B's and C's get degrees, you know. <laughs> Maybe even D's sometimes. Yeah. No, 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 all the time. Hey, I pray for you, man. You, you, you asked me to pray for your grade. Thank you. And I did. Thank you. It was all thanks to you. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, you, you pray for me. I pray for you. You know. Yeah, what I'm yeah. Like this, last this time. is what we do. <laughs> like last time. Yeah. Actually, this wasn't captured in the podcast, but um, you know, we kind of talked about last last podcast about how you know you got into the the CLS school yeah. program at Davis yeah. Davis Hospital. Um, I I believe like two or three episodes before that we were here, and like Jung was like after the podcast he was like Ted, um, I need you to pray for me. I was like about what he was like. Oh, I'm like applying for the, I'm interviewing for the CLS program. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And he was like, <laughs> can you pray for me? I was like, yeah. oh, right now? And he's yeah. like, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, why? It's <laughs> like, well, you know, last time with uh, your job and like the internship yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's like, okay. And I think Chloe was here. That was the episode with like all four right. of us. Yeah. Like, they were doing jam puzzles right. in the back. Yeah, that was the jam puzzle. I guess Grace is doing something else today. Yeah. Because anyways right why is that weird do you find that weird? i think it's kind of like maybe my default thing is like oh yeah i'll do it later yeah, yeah, yeah. but not like right now okay here's my question though do yeah. you actually do it later mm, it depends i think i try to find time if i like think about it or if it comes up it definitely isn't something i'm like oh i'm gonna go home you know sit down and do it yeah it's kind of like i'll go to like sunday and we'll yeah. be like prayer time I'm like oh like you know like i lift up prayers from whoever but i think i have trouble or i have a bad practice of not doing it very specifically or very intentionally yeah. but yeah if i'm just in a situation oh i'm praying right now i'll just like pray for someone because they ask yeah but i don't even think people ask too much for me to do that so maybe that's why that's what i'm saying though you know what i'm saying like when when people ask you to pray and they're like oh yeah i'll pray for you and then i i can't speak for everyone but from my experience i never do Cause either I forget, right? That's pretty much it. I just forget. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, and that so, makes sense. That's what I mean. Like, I feel like I never do it in like specifically again. Cause I'm not gonna like find like not that I I don't try to, but it's like I usually don't go out of my way to yeah. like pray for someone individually. Yeah. But it'll just be like, oh God, like you know, I pray for you know anyone's prayer requests or just like. Yeah. for other people on their behalf but nothing like I won't spend like time right. extra time on it I guess that's my resolution okay. I think when if anyone asks me to pray for them I will pray for them on the spot on the spot on the spot that's a, that's definitely would feel more genuine maybe that's what it's you feel like genuine and I have peace that I did it right you know what I mean I don't have to worry about remembering it later that's true I'm just gonna do it on the spot unless it's like in a pr- timely inappropriate at the moment Right. I think we talked about this last time too, like a long, a while back, but like, it, I feel like it, it, it feels better for the other person too, just so that they know as well that you did in that moment. It's like, oh, like, it's not just like the, you know, cop out answer of like, yeah, I'll pray for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, oh, let me pray for you right now. They're like, oh, shoot, really? But because that's not very normal. Right. I feel like. So getting into it, 2023 goals. Um, I put number one read the word more mm. I feel like for me like I haven't touched the bible like individually um, so I'm trying to like my thing is like I always find it hard where to start like there's a lot of different plans like guides 
yeah. you could just like pick up Genesis one, Matthew one, other one. Um, but for me, I've been trying to find um, like thematic ones too, like based on like like readings based on like humility or readings based on works or something. Yeah. And then you kind of like jump around. Yeah. Um, so I picked up like a really short seven day one. It's actually just called like prayers for a fresh start. It was in like the U version app. Yeah. So it's like really short, just like a couple passages a day, but maybe like I wrote down and just like being diligent about it and like kind of focusing on it as well. Um, so that's that. And then I think I want to like try that new skill, trying to still figure out what that might be, whether that's like, different kind of guitar i've been thinking about like maybe bass or like electric um film coding i put down and then lastly pay off the credit card debt which should happen this year (laughs) i don't know about that one man did you not never pay it off i'm telling you like things are adding up out of a i don't know what weighs more probably this one but like tuition yeah. I got like two more semesters left and I haven't gotten a like you know how like a lot of kids that go to sex they actually just don't pay anything or they might even get surplus yeah, like yeah. to get money back. Um I get the full price and then every semester I'd get like minus maybe one thousand mm-hmm. for middle class scholarship mm-hmm. since I started. So I've been paying roughly three K a semester. Mm-hmm. Um and then like other stuff with like car and whatever. So that's easy, that kind of piles up easily, um, because usually I ha- I do it in like masses. Yeah. So I'll like take it from actually like my savings, or something, or put it on a credit card, and then I kind of add it up from like COVID, which is already fall of twenty twenty. So like, yeah, like two and a half years worth, and I got like one more year, like two semesters left. Mm. So I mean, once I'm out of school, it should be easier. Right. But right now. I mean, you're working, dude. You're working. That's where it should go. But then the reason B is like my own spending. I know. I know. Stop eating out. Stop needless spendings. I'm going to nag you right now. Stop it. Dude, I had to tell the same exact thing to Sam, too. I think it's like, I'm not going to put this on her, but it's like going out on dates, too. Like, (laughs) Like I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, so I got her like a Keurig machine. Yeah, like a little coffee. The coffee, because uh-huh. coffee adds up too. You know? Like, yeah, if her and I go to Starbucks, it's like twelve dollars, easy, right? What like, are you guys drinking? I'm just saying, like, like a latte is like five to six. Bro, americano is like a dollar fifty. Yeah, but she doesn't drink americano. Oh, okay. And then like me too. I get some like weird like you know, matcha chai latte, just, whatever. Just hot water. Why are we at Starbucks? You know, <laughs> like you gotta, like my mentality is always like, if we're out, we're out. Uh, <laughs> like that's okay. the problem, you yeah, know. That makes sense. But I need to like be frugal a little yeah. more. Uh, necessity. Hey Grace, can you get me my charger? This part of the pod. Laptop charger. It's in my bag. Yes. Um. Goat. Yeah. Thank what about you. you. Resolution. My resolutions. I don't do resolutions, dude. But like, what's the the thought process then? Like, what would you want to do in the New Year? I think continue doing what I'm doing. You know, um, you think life's pretty like same resilient? thing. Same same thing with the like a skill. Um, I picked up electric, right, right, and K 
can we just talk about for a moment my electric skills? Can we just are we showboating day can one? We, can we just can we just admire like how far I've gotten in such a short amount of time? I don't think you've really you know shown me the full capacity of what you've learned yet. Like I think we need to do an assessment test here soon. You so saw me play. Understand. Yeah, but like, bro, bro come on, that right. riff was kind of clean. So like, my thing with worship yeah. riffs yeah. is like, oh, that's like a YouTube tutorial, and you're good. But I don't know. How, what your your process is for learning right now because for me how i would do that i would literally just learn that song and that's it but i feel like you are probably doing like some theory stuff too on the side and like learning skills i am right so that's where i'm not i feel like i can't say i'm like dang like i'm impressed at someone's like worship praise skills because it's like i mean one it's worship and two it's like you know i feel like it's very individual to the songs i'm very like aware is, is worship not about showing off <laughs> um <laughs> no what was i gonna say um yeah you're right you're right you're right it is it is um i do get it right you, you just, just look like, you look up song. how to play something yeah. on youtube you know but i'm i will say right <clears throat> someone who's never touched an electric before right. even that is pretty impressive and yes, I am tooting my own horn right now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no. But realistic, uh, jokes aside, I have picked up <clears throat> like a theory book and it's sort of like, not like electric guitar theory, it's like music theory in general mm-hmm. um, with both piano, like, you know, it, it goes with everything. Um, learning music theory. What else am I learning? I'm learning photography. Okay. Right? Um, so picked up a camera. And then you were just seeing how it goes from there. Um, I'm still learning coding. Um, right. And then like, oh, I had this, I don't know if I told you this. I had this desire to learn math, relearn math. Huh. Go all the way back to like geometry, right? Trig, Is that necessary? Like, like algebra. No, it's not necessary. It's just for my pure enjoyment. No, but like geometry, couldn't you like start with calculation or something? I think... So here's what I noticed when I took calculus at college. Right. Calculus part itself is not hard. Okay. Because what is that? It's just derivatives, finding sure. integrals, right? Sure. And those are the main things. What is struggling is what comes afterwards, like simplifying. Sure. Right? So if you just give it to someone, be like, yo, find the derivative of this. They're like, boom, done. It's like one step process. Yeah. Right. But then kids all, oh, they don't get full credit because after you find it, you have to simplify it. And all That's that is algebra. Trig, yeah. All right. Trig, algebra, things like that. And I always struggle with it because my foundation was sloppy. Maybe. Right? Because I took geometry, well, I took algebra in like high school and what kid does take their school seriously in high school? So that's why, but you know, obviously like I'm in cl- calculus. I have no time to go back and relearn everything, all the mm-hmm. basics. So I just pushed through, you know, and I just uh, took the class to get the, b's or a's or whatever but i feel like if i actually went back and relearned everything mm-hmm. um and actually know what the hell it is that i'm trying to do mm. i think i could f- see myself enjoying math really is that nerdy that sounds super no. nerdy same with chemistry mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i think 
I you give me any the chemical formula, I will simplify that. But in terms of theory, I think I'm very lacking. Because mm. those are the stuff that you just know and you never really got tested on. When you do get tested on, it's like problem solving. But it never tests you on like a theory as much. And uh, so... Algebra? Yeah, right? So like, you know, I don't really know much about chemistry. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is the relationship with hydrogen and oxygen? I don't know. And so I kind of have this desire to go back and relearn the basic fundamentals of a lot of these different subjects. Mm. Unfortunately, I don't have time to do all those. So I am picking and choosing my own battles. I will say, though, I am having fun doing it. Mm. Same with the, um, same with studying the words, you know. Um, teaching the kids. Like, leading Bible study is actually more of, like, studying for myself. Because as I prepare it, I end up, getting more convicted um yeah so to answer your question i am learning i'm trying out different bunch bunch of different stuff and most important thing i'm learning is learning to step out of my comfort zone and being able to fail at it but it's okay to fail as long as you keep going at it super cliche but that's that's my resolution i guess so why are you buying my guitar then why am i buying your guitar same exact thing you um, try to get pick up acoustic more, or just like yeah. have one at home. Yeah, there's acoustic theory, hmm. right? Like finger picking, um, trying to get into like blues guitar. Oh, that'd be sick. Bluegrass guitar, so interesting stuff. Um, yeah, and I never, I never had my own acoustic. I know you had, guitar. at least had one at your house, but it's a, just acoustic. It's straight right, acoustic. Right, a little older, but yeah. I mean, that'll be that's a huge upgrade for you right there, dude. Yeah, every praise leader I've ever met had their own guitar, like acoustic guitar. Uh, right? Acoustic electric. Electric, yeah, yeah, that they would bring, right? And then they'll use theirs. Yeah, yeah. But I never had my own. Acoustic electric. So I, I bought an acoustic guitar, and then I bought like a separate pickup that you attach mm, to your acoustic, it, and yeah. then put into an amp. But I never had my own acoustic electric. There you go. Yeah. When I was watching uh, Chris play acoustic at the retreat, that's when I was like, hmm, I should get myself. I should invest in an acoustic electric guitar. Yeah, I think you're getting a deal right there, dude. It is a pretty good deal. Yeah, no Thank tax. you. Yeah. No t- <laughs> Contacts, I'm buying Ted's acoustic yeah, electric yeah. guitar. You know, I really thought about it. I was like, man, do I like, need it? Do I ke- want to keep it? Mm. What I kind of came down to is like, I don't think I use it as much as you might. And... I could just use a church one if I really need it. Mm. But I don't know. I feel like acoustic guitar isn't that, um, isn't something like I want to like do right now. But I'm thinking of other things like um, possibly, possibly like learn some film again, get into some videos. Mm. Um, mm. Or or yeah, like you said, like either like electric or bass. You know the the bass that like Tony used. Yeah, yeah. it's like actually like mine. It's yours. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's keep it at church, but I didn't know you play bass. Well, I I don't. <laughs> so like a cheap signing when he left for Korea, just like yeah. just gave it to us and we just kept it at our house. But that's dummy old too. Hmm. It's like kind of janky right now, but I don't know. 
not exactly sure what I'm trying to learn. But I guess on the topic of retreat, right? You brought up like Christ and the worship team because you were on worship team for retreat. Yeah. Um, what What do you feel like? What do you feel like? Like a what was like God telling you at retreat? Because I know it's like a youth retreat, but I would argue sometimes like leaders like we either learn just as much or even more than the kids. Of course, of man. our own experience. Like, yeah. What do you think? Um, yeah. What do you think <clears throat> you learned mainly? I think I learned that I hate drums. Okay. Because <laughs> I play the drums. And yeah. It's ironic because that's the first instrument like professionally learned. Like I paid money for lessons. Yeah. It's actually, actually the same. Like legitimately funny. learned. And then I haven't touched it in like however many years. And then when I'm playing it again, I realize I really hate this really? instrument. <laughs> Bro, I'm like out of breath after like <laughs> great things. And I'm just like breathing heavily. <laughs> Maybe it's like I'm out of shape or it's the electric drums. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And Chris... You got to smash those things. Like You if, do. Yeah, it's, it, a, it's a workout. It's not very... And then Chris is a drum expert, so he knows exactly he was, what like, he wants. like trying to get you to do stuff. And yeah, then. yeah. I mean, no, no, no disrespect. I respect yeah. the artistry there, right? He knows what he wants and yeah. he knows what sounds good. It's like picking out the grooves for me. It's like, yo, instead of that, like play like boom, cat. Boom, boom, cat. Like, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. And, you know, I was able to follow along whatever he wanted. Um, but I realized, like, man, this is humbling. Like, I haven't touched drums in so long. Drums is, this is, is yes. You got to have a lot of energy, not just because it's tiring, but, like, you just got to, like, sometimes you're, like, doing the most out of everyone. Just yeah. going ham for, like, a whole song. Just, yeah. Yeah. Man, wish Min was there. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not, if you're listening. Nice haircut, man. I saw it. You got a haircut? You want to see? Let me try yeah, to pull it up while it. you... Uh, yeah. Brandon messaged me today asking about um, headphone. He was asking me like, "What kind of headphone do I use for instruments?" Yeah. And I recommended him some. And then he's like, um, "I was looking for more like in the eighty dollar region." I'm like, oh, bet, bet, bet. so I recommended some. I don't know what he's trying to use it for, but it's they're interesting. Let me see this haircut. Mm, okay, but he looks like looks clean. <laughs> Man, you look like you just got back from Kunder's. The heck, man! Yeah, go play. Are they in town? Uh, no, he's playing league at home. Okay, <laughs> they don't start till like late January. Dang, sexy. Oh, that's right, that's right. But besides the drum and the fact that you hate them, mm. what do you think? What else from retreat did you kind of walk away with? I mean, I shared one, right? So it's your turn, and it will take turns. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I realized that I don't like doing sound that much. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just didn't like what we're doing. Maybe we just so, so we just both learned that we just hate what we do. No, no. It's just like, man, if something's wrong, like they're like Ted. Like here's your tummy, or like PJ yeah. would like look at me. I'm like, yeah. like what? Like I didn't do nothing. Yeah. Nothing changed. But like the kids were on stage like for skits and like the mics would feedback and they're like ta, ta, ta. I'm like like don't you see what they're doing and they're like pointing it at each other I was like yeah I need to tell them but also maybe it was a system this is kind of like very not old but analog so just ran into a lot of issues you couldn't really change much but this is what it is um okay outside of the sound thing <laughs> which isn't really even a thing um for me I think I told you this like over a meal one of the days one of the nights but I I, I kind of like almost 
maybe there's like a wrong feeling, but I kind of felt jealous of the other experience that leaders were able to have because sometimes like at retreat, I kind of get pushed down or push myself into like a, a work only mode and I don't really get to interact with the kids or um, feel like I could like worship freely even, mm-hmm. especially when I was doing sound. I think that was the biggest barrier is because Joan, she was a small group leader and she was doing slides. Yeah. But like the prayer nights, like last two nights, she asked like, oh, can I just you know go up? Can you do slides? I was like, I was like, sure. But I, I got to do sound and slides at the same time. <clears throat> so I couldn't like go out there and like pray for the kids. Mm. Or, and I, I'm sure the same thing, you know, go f- for the worship team too. Yeah. You just got to stay up there. Um, but my thing was like, I, I want to try to have a different retreat experience where a, you know, I could really just focus on the worship and sermon instead of like try to produce it with, mm-hmm. you know, the pastor mm-hmm. or the worship team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think like, you know, we talked about it and you said like, oh, Dad, you could be a small group leader for the next retreat. Mm-hmm. But I think that'd be nice to have if I could just sit with them, um, listen to the sermon and not have to worry about like slides or something in between where I kind of like distract myself. But again, like it's all like, you know, serving in the worship tech group, I guess, and doing that aspect. Um, but I kind of missed out in some, some places. And then, and then on like the last night, like, you know how the, the students usually kind of get a little more riled up on the last night, like the yeah. uh, all nighter. Right. And they like start to like approach like leaders and stuff. Like some of the youth kids would come up to me and be like, Oh, like, how old are you like Ted or do I have to call you teachers? And I was like, yeah, you just call me Ted. That's fine. And like, they were like asking me questions and then someone was like, I don't remember who it was. I think it was one of the, the, the girls, like the younger newcomers or something. It's like, Oh, like so-and-so thinks you're scary. And I was like, again, Dang, why is that a thing? Dude? I have no, dude. And that's maybe my image right now at youth <laughs> is like, I'm just like the scary dude in the back. Which, are you scared? Grace, does Ted look scary to you? I don't get the intim- intimidating vibe, do I? Yeah, she's shaking her head over there. And I was like, yeah. I think it's just the youth kids, right? It's just the youth kids, like how they don't know me. That's the thing. They don't know mm. me. It's, it's because I kind of have put myself in a position where I don't get to know them. Have you ever yelled at them before? No. Uh, sometimes at the guys, because they were running on the ice. Yeah, yeah. Literally, like, the. I like reenact the same it. day. Reenact it, right? I'm the I'm no, one of the kids. I don't want to yell Go. right now. Oh, so you did yell. I you did, did no, because they were because I was coming up from the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Or coming down from the stairs from the front office. Yeah. And this was the same day that that dude fell because he broke his leg because he yeah, slipped yeah. on the ice. And the new seventh grade boys were like running from the chapel to the dorm. Yeah. And I was like, hey, like, like don't don't run. And then they were also being hella loud. It was like later at night or something. Mm. Um and I was like telling them, like, hey, be quiet as you go in. And they're like, and, and, and walk. I sounded like a lifeguard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, they're like, did the whole like, <laughs> and then like stop. Yeah. And maybe it's like, man, because they also use like very formal Korean with me. <laughs> like he might like, like hit my shoulder. On the he's, no, he's like, oh, I'm like, what the? Come here. It's just funny. So maybe it's my image with the youth group. Youth group, if you're listening, except Isaiah, um, you can accept <laughs> Isaiah. <laughs> this guy, like, I think, like, messages me almost after every podcast he listens to, and he's like, "What was that?" Or like, "What you guys, t- what, what you guys <laughs> talking about?" Like, yeah, Isaiah, if you made it this far, 
uh, I'm not going to help you with your coding homework anymore. Dang. But, um, yeah. but he does it because he loves you, Isaiah. Yeah. Right? yeah, for sure. You got you to gotta learn it yourself. Dang. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's weird because... What else did I learn? I learned... I mean, obviously, there's a lot of things that we learned. I think we're specifically talking about, like, in terms of our, about ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what we learned about ourselves. I think I learned that I am very, uh, what's that word? I seek validation. Valid. Okay. Right. Um, and it's it's funny because we actually talked about this with PJ and Chris, um, not the last night, but second night, yeah. right? I don't know if you know, but like, I was I was tired. Mm-hmm. And like Chris and I were like gone like half the day because mm-hmm. we we're mm-hmm. napping in the yeah. in room. <laughs> okay, it's because we were up hella late. Oh, and, gotcha. yeah, and we like we all shared about like various different things about like our lives mm. relationships and whatnot and then <clears throat> we also shared about like our struggles and then like it came to my turn and i was like i think i'm struggling with like validation um and i brought it up because and you know this is like no districts no disrespect towards anybody this is more like you ever been in a situation where you play the drums or bass or whatever and then after worship service um, everyone's like goes up to the praise leader and be like wow like that was a great worship like thank you right it's awesome and then they go up to like the pianist or piano key, key player and they're like wow you did great like that was beautiful whatever. and then pretty much every member of the team gets like some kind of praise mm-hmm. or like validation mm-hmm. but Except no one <laughs> mentions sure, you sure, uh-huh. so, and so I was like and, and, you know it's funny now like me ta- saying it out loud but at the moment I was like huh and in me it's not like oh, like, why isn't anyone, like, noticing my heart? It's more like, did I mess up? Like, did yeah, I did I screw up? That's why it's, like, you know what I mean? So that's kind of, like, my mindset. And so I brought that up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was my um, big thing. And I remember when I, like, broke a guitar string and I messaged you because, like, that was bothering me, like, mm-hmm. hella, right? Um, PJ thinks it's comes from, like, when I was like practicing music like professionally, mm. that there's that musicians tend to be like perfectionists, um, kind of depend on people's opinion. Right, right, right. It's, I mean, the perfect example is like rocks, like rock concert. Right, you go up there and you start killing a song, and then you kind of know how you did based on the crowd's reaction. Yeah, right. They start cheering or like throw throw shirts at you, whatever. Sure. Um, worship is different. Right, worship is not like that. Um, then that's not what you do it for, but still, it's like involves your your musical skill. So you can do worship, but in terms of musical standpoint, you might be total trash at it. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Like let's say you keep playing the wrong note or wrong progression, whatever. Mm. Musically, it sucked. Um, spiritually, you know, God can redeem that. Mm. God can use that. Mm. Um, but just strictly talking about musically. Um, and I think in that's, I think I've learned to stop uh, focusing so much on that stuff mm-hmm. and just um, f- 
focus more on like the heart of worship um and I, that kind of goes ties with what you mentioned earlier about like joan asking you to cover for her so she could go pray mm-hmm. um that night i was really convicted like i really wanted to go pray for the kids too yeah but when you're in a praise team especially drums it's kind of hard to just step out like that and be like yo yo we gotta we gotta get the beat going but like sorry i gotta go pray for these kids you, know, you can't yeah, do yeah. that i mean dep- yeah sure. right, right so i recognize that my role at that moment as much as I want to pray for those guys, mm-hmm. I'll pray like eventually later. But at that moment, my role was to be here to play the drums, mm. even um, though you don't, and create that environment. To. Yeah, yeah. What I wanted to do was much like Joan to be down there and like praying for the mm. kids. Um, but at that moment, God has called me there, and that's what I had to honor and be part of the team and create that uh, worship environment, a prayer environment for the kids and the teachers. So pretty much Joan is a snake for <laughs> leaving me at that. Right, relax, relax. That's not what I'm saying. Joni, you did fine. She's not listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that right now. But I get what you mean though. I think even like for me, it's more about maybe like focusing on that mistake. If I did make a st- mistake, I'll I'll keep thinking about it. Yeah. And yeah, like Obviously, it's nice if people tell you, like, oh, like, thank you for worship or, like, thank you, like, you did so well. But I think you and I had multiple discussions about this already, but, like, it's kind of weird to react to that. Like, do you say, like, thank you or do you say, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, yeah, I know. Or, like, (laughs) there's Mm -hmm. just no, like, I feel like there's no good way to respond, really, Mm -hmm. unless you just, like, that was not me. Like, I, you know, like, don't draw the attention to me maybe just kind of like negate the compliment a little bit yeah without like hurting their feelings um but even the other day when i was talking to pj too like he kind of brings up that like one of the hardest things is like you know as being in worship for so long for anybody like one of the hardest things is like leaving or stepping down because like you know we all kind of feel as though we're we're still called to like do worship team and like lead Mm -hmm. but it's like really hard to to leave that because like you're passionate about it, but maybe there's like seasons of life where you do have to come down from the stage, yeah. the physical stage and also metaphorically so that you can kind of like focus on like what worship is outside of mm. what you've been doing, like with the, the band or, you know, leading with the guitar and singing and kind of having like the spotlight on you. So maybe I'm, I'm trying to like figure that out right now too. Cause I like, you know, do I want to serve in like worship at like our church and like the vine or, you know, does it make sense for me to like kind of, take a break for a while mm-hmm. and like maybe figure out like, you know, what service is to me outside of that. Cause I definitely recognize that it's a little stressful. Like when you're trying to figure out songs and like make sure that's all in play and do other stuff during a service Yeah. for me, like maybe like I just want to attend at one o'clock and, you know, make it there, pray and then join in. Like I said, even with retreat, like join in as everyone does Yeah. instead of like thinking about, okay, like here's the order you know, we're going to like do these keys. Let's have pads come in, drums come in, like kind of like I'll use the word producing, but not like make it a production, but like, you know, you're putting together the worship as a leader, yeah. um, you know, for God and making sure that it's, it's centered on that. But because maybe you are the one in charge or even just a part of it, like a drummer or any other instrument, you kind of like, it's really easy to not think about like oh this is sunday service yeah and you're just like you know doing music so 
that's probably why we we all kind of feel that need for validation or mm. even like desire for compliment or like avoiding mistakes kind of thing mm-hmm. because it's like very skill based almost right you want to improve and if you are doing if you are on the right track you want to know about it right right it's like it's like if you don't have a monitor and then you're singing and afterwards like no one gives you any response you're like was i singing the right key you mm-hmm. know what i mean you want you want somebody like oh yeah you did fine it's like it's not necessarily to boost your ego although that tends to happen a lot it's also more like was i singing the right key was mm-hmm. was that was that, did that sound okay but then i don't know man like i'm kind of curious like how other worship leaders or people who uh, serve in the worship team has to say about this because it's it's such a weird topic we get chris on the podcast here chris Mm. i feel like that hasn't happened yet right Mm, no um but yeah like is that is that a toxic culture right like people being too cautious to even ask others about like how they did in the worship team is that necessarily a bad thing and then we get too concerned about (laughs) making others ego like get boosted Right, so mm-hmm. like you want you you know you want to say good job, you want to tell them that they did well, but you're, worried that, you're like, worried that you saying that might like lead them to like arrogance and sin. So you just say it was alright, <laughs> right? Like, is that a <laughs> and toxic? Then they're like thing? they're like, oh shoot, yeah. <laughs> something's wrong. I need to fix yeah. everything. Right, and then you'll be like, it's not about you. Yeah. <laughs> right? like, so, oh. like is that is that so bad? Is that so bad to compliment someone that like they did great? Um, one thing that I joke about Chris with Chris. It's like um, every like he deflects it the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sunday after worship service, I'll be like, "Yo, Chris, thank you for serving." And he'll be like, "Yo, stop like, saying shut that!" Up. Like literally, shut up right now. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna close your mouth yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's like, "Yo, stop saying that." But I was like, "Yo, what's wrong with me just saying good job, dude? I wanna, I wanna thank you for serving." Like that's toxic. <laughs> <laughs> the way Chris is on. No, let's get him on the podcast right now. Uh, I'm, sure, right. I'm, I'm sure he's not like that. I think, I th- and that's another funny thing is like some people, like some of us, we have kind of developed a way to prevent the temptation of getting egotistic, like creep in. Yeah. Right. That's why when like someone say like, thank you, Ted, or like you did great, you don't know how to respond. Yeah. So your natural responses are like, uh, no, I suck. Or like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's because of that subconsciousness, like, oh, I don't want to get egotistic. I don't want to get arrogant. I think, like, looking at this in another way, I feel like it goes with a lot of things is that we kind of d- tend to deny our own talents mm. because we focus on, like, other people's too much. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, in the early stages of PJ, like, when he was planning this retreat, like, one of his themes in mind, and, like, I don't know how it led to, like, there being a penguin on the shirt. Yeah. But, like, we kind of ended up there, like, along the design yeah discussion but like he really wanted and was thinking and praying about the fact that like a lot of the students and us like just the generation is like we struggle with like i mean not i'm not gonna say image or identity because it's just like super cliche retreat stuff but like we kind of struggle with like self-confidence or you know um i guess just always having like doubts about our own self. Like, you know, am I good enough? Am I smart enough? Mm-hmm. Um, especially like as the, you know, these kids come in, we tend to see a trend of that. It's like a denial of our own a- 
ability to do anything. Yeah. And in a sense, like that's like a, you know, that's like a sin against the talent that God has given us and we're not acknowledging that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like with the whole worship thing too, is like if God gave us talents to like be worship leader because of the fact and like frankly speak, like objectively speaking, someone is good at drums and one is good at guitar singing. Then, you know, accepting that compliment is kind of in a way like you're like glorifying God and saying like, you know, yeah, like, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, like it's all, it's all from God. It's all for God or something like, it's just like maybe wording that response is difficult, mm-hmm. but I guess internally speaking, it's like one of the biggest struggles of our gen or whatever um, is, and even previous generations to feel like is like being able to admit, like, yes, like, you know, I'm good at this. And like yeah. God has given me the ability to do this. But now with like, anxiety and depression or whatever mental illness is like we're on the rise it's easy to just to be like no i don't like if you ask the kids like all right everyone go around share what like one thing that they think they're good at we're not gonna get like confident answers you know it's just like mm-hmm. very like oh i don't know like it's like thinking about like you really think that like god didn't give you anything that you're good at mm-hmm. maybe it's the struggle of finding it too or like being able to like really be like oh yeah that's you know that's my talent that's like you know what i'm gifted at but that's probably the, our issue too. Is that like, man, like, I don't think I'm that good. You know, we got so-and-so over here that's a lot better at right. that particular thing. <clears throat> or, I don't know, like the comparison is usually the killer mm. of like our confidence mm. a lot. I, I think that was a message. Pastor Mike, brief, it might have been a leader yeah. training. I think in that context, that is straight pride. And I think pride is, as C.S. Lewis puts it in Mere Christianity, it's it's competition. Um, if there's no competition, then there is no pride. It's like I, mm. it's it's not that I am working hard so that I can make a lot of money and live comfortably. Yeah. It's so that I can make more money than so and so and live better life than so and so. And if ever if there was no competition whatsoever, um, people wouldn't care, right? Um, it's, it's always, I don't know, pride is a whole nother separate topic that we can talk about some other time, but yeah. Validation and pride. How do you distinguish that? And then is it necessarily pride if you know that you, like you are an expert, right? You're like a professional guitarist for once, for, for the case. And then they'd be like, oh, so what instrument do you play? Oh, I play electric guitar. Mm. is that a pride thing like i am very confident at my skill my guitar skill well yeah you've been playing for 15 years i hope you're confident right Mm. but me saying that is that a pride thing to some people it might sound like a pride thing because to them pride is like you're not supposed to like talk about yourself at all (laughs) but but like if someone asks you oh like what like what do you play like oh i play I know how to play piano. Like I, I like list list out my um my achievements, right? Like my piano concerto recitals, whatever. Hmm. Is that a pride? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I think, think so. No. Hmm. <laughs> so like, if you're so what I'm trying to say is, if you're good at something, just embrace it, right? I think you can embrace it without being quote unquote prideful. Like if I ask John, like, "Yo, do you play baseball?" Right? Like, are you good at it? And we're like, "Oh no, I suck, I suck, I suck." But yeah, like, but that's a it's, it's there's a competition, right? It's comparison. Like, who do you suck compared to? Who 
Because if you compare your baseball skill to me, are you still going to say that you suck? I hope not because I'm trash. I've never played baseball, right? But he's like constantly comparing himself to somebody. And in that case, even though he's like putting himself down, it might come off as like it could be in the category of arrogance. Mm. Pride. But it's like reverse almost. Right, right. Because it's like against what you're actually Right, right. Which is funny. It's like ironic almost. Right, because self-filling is pride, but also self-deflating is also an act of pride. Right, because you're kind of like... The focus is still on you. Mm. Maybe maybe part of that is like a negative way of trying to seek validation Mm. where it's like, oh, like you actually would rather just only recognize it if someone else tells you that it's good. Yeah. And say that like, oh... I, I'm just gonna keep saying that I suck until someone says it good and then I'll admit it mm-hmm. like to their face but like mm-hmm. internally like we kind of know mm-hmm. that that's there and like subconsciously you're just like yes yes keep keep complimenting me yeah, yeah. so that's yeah, I mean that's like a huge way of pride too right it's like you're mm-hmm. wanting that confirmation like over and over again so that mm-hmm. you're able to be like oh yeah like maybe yeah uh, I'm kind of good which <laughs> is so annoying I'm telling you we gotta get our merch up dude the comes from a place of pride t-shirt it's coming up. We gotta get that thing made. Yeah, we'll merch. We'll make it work in twenty twenty three. If the funds are right. Speaking of, I'm just gonna take a quick look at our, our kind of recap of last year. Um I know we kind of had a pretty long hiatus for Pain and Jungle, but we did. You know, we're we're sitting on How you doing so far, by the way? Every other week? It's still a huge commitment. I think so, like for some reason, like because it's like middle of the week. Kind of like we used to do Saturdays, right? Yeah, yeah, and that like just release it like week after or whatever. Yeah, um, no, I mean, it was definitely, I felt like a grind, like, I felt like, oh, like, you know, we gotta do this, like, we you know we're pumping out episodes, yeah, um, sitting at like 3.2k plays, mm-hmm. cool. Um, remember how we only had like a dollar. Yeah, we have like four dollars. Yes, sir. Let's you know freaking that, that's go. That's three hundred percent increase in the past year. God so. is good. <laughs> Call that a win. That's a huge. Dub. That's a win. Um, yeah, you know, I'm just thankful for everyone that continues to listen. I'm not sure what the twenty, thirty people each week is, or what the retention rate yo, is. Yo, as well. te- like, Tesla is three dollars closer, Ted. I like to Tesla. think of it like that. Right. <laughs> I, I would like to think so as well. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll yeah. see how it goes in we, 2023. Yeah, we we got a what was it? Justin Choi. He was having a like a meeting with his friends, right, about the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think you and I need to have some executive meeting as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right maybe, for this new year, maybe plan some things out, like have like a special monthly episode, or yeah, figure out the guests ahead of time yeah. and do something fun. Buzz out the camera. Yeah, know, maybe so. the video's gotta come in soon. Gotta hire Sam Pack as our intern. Is it with the camera? Unpaid though. Unpaid. Unpaid. Of course, of course. It's our Tesla. Unpaid, paid, and how can we give him Tesla when we experience. don't have our own Tesla first? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. We can't throw away the Tesla fund. Yeah. yeah. Humble yourself. To his uh, C tier editing skills. So, like, just kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. All right. Your last thing that you learned. Last thing? A retreat? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, For me, like, my resolution is I feel like I really realized that I don't. I'm not very, I don't have a relationship with the word. Mm. Um, if, if the word is like a quote unquote easy way for God to speak to me, yeah. I feel like I could use that. Um, 
and I haven't been. Um, but, you know, by the grace of God, like, you know, he's answered my prayers every time I've asked. Mm. Not every time, but just like, you know, a lot, most of the time um, that I do. But I feel like my faith needs a revamp in at least what's right in front of me, like scripture. And then, you know, bigger issues or worries that I'm having, I feel like would be resolved. Cause you know, it's like almost scary sometimes how like you're, you're in need of something and then you open up a random passage and it's actually exactly like the answer to your problems or something like that. And I'm not saying like, I'm just going to like go like Bible verse hunting to see if I can like answer all the questions (laughs) I have. But I definitely recognize that, you know, it's a place, it's like a resourceful place of answering those questions or prayers that is accessible, you know, that I have and I, and I need to, it's like a discipline thing as well. Um, cause as our guest speaker, pastor Mike was speaking, I was just like the way he kind of talked about the passage too, made me rethink like, you know, about this and that about life. Cause a lot as, how a lot of the youth kids mentioned that his sermons were very, you know, relatable and his life experience too, which I feel like, I mean, what goes to say is like, I feel like a lot of Christians and then Korean Christians have like very similar experiences. So, you know, learning from people like P Mike and just how he used the word to like apply that. I feel like that's something I need to work on is like being able to apply scripture to my life more. um, But that only comes with like quantitative reading at the same time. Um, like I mentioned with the devotional or whatever it is, I just need to sit down and read. Mm. This is my one of the biggest takeaways from retreat, at least. And yeah, what about you though? Is there anything else like big or small you thought about? In terms of myself, I think I pretty much covered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what are you gonna do <clears throat> in terms of your uh, desire to read more? Um, I know you mentioned. Um, thematic reading yeah are you on that one right now yeah so like the the prayer it's, it's like a seven day so like literally just one week of like a couple passages um it's like called prayers for a fresh start it's like each day like talks about a different thing but i'm planning just to do i want to reread the gospels mm-hmm. like and just start there um because i know like logistically i could just you know go in genesis and like do the whole year reading plan yeah but for some reason like i just feel like yeah i'm one to actually just like get caught up in like the early old testament and feel like this is a chore yeah um but i mean new testament's great not that the old testament's bad (laughs) but um, i feel like i just want to reconnect there Hmm. and this is something interesting i've been thinking about for some reason and I've been kind of like paying attention to more is I kind of want to like re learn or like rethink of like who Jesus really was Mm. like outside of God. Not that he like, well, in a way he (laughs) was at some point like separated from God, like on the cross. But like when I think of like, so this is actually like I think day one or two, I think day two of the the prayer thing, the daily reading for fresh start. But it was this idea of like surrender, right? And it was, you know, like the beginning. The way it starts is like gives you a prayer to like read, 
and at the end there's like an action item actions mm. like strategy action or something and one of the things that it said was like imagine putting all of the things that you need to let go in your life into mm-hmm. a box mm-hmm. and handing it to Jesus like mm-hmm. like Im, like Im, using Im, that imagery mm-hmm. to like put the prayer to like motion in your in your head but I don't know why but like I mean you know we study the Trinity and we like kind of understand what it is but for some for some reason like when I think of like oh like you know my relationship with God is the same like as my relationship with Jesus and like you know it's just like one and the same like Holy Spirit is the one that gives me understanding blah 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 but when I do, when and if, I guess, when I do reread the Gospels, I kind of want to learn more about, like, Jesus as, like, like the representation and, like, meaning of Jesus. I guess that's, like, what the Gospel is, like, the good news of Jesus. But for some reason, like, every time, like, we bring it up to in, like, a prayer, like, I think of why we sometimes separate and even worship to, like, the word God and Jesus I do understand that it, you know, it's different in the sense that, you know, God is all like all parts of God are God and Jesus is the son of God. And when Jesus was on earth, he was, you know, the, the, the version of man, but fully God. Mm -hmm. So like, I guess like the whole Trinity thing, like I'm still like, I, I know what like the separation is, but in terms of just like Jesus individually, I kind of think of like, why why do we kind of name it differently when we pray or when we sing worship besides the fact of like what we know of him as like a character in the bible in the new testament and yeah and like you know for salvation and stuff i don't know what are your thoughts on that <laughs> you're laughing here i i low key <laughs> I don't think I fully grasped <laughs> your, what my, you were my, my question. I like low key got lost track mm. in the middle of it. Well, because um, think about it this way: like, okay. the God of Old Testament, yes, Israelites, yes, to me, is like a different picture, yes, right? in the same painting, yes, of Jesus in the New Testament. Okay, so I think my goal is to try to understand that difference. Let me ask you this. Mm. When God created Eden sure. and the first mankind, do you think Jesus was present? In the garden? Or just in general? Or yeah, you know, next to God. Because mm. we see Jesus in the New Testament. Right. Like So God throughout the Old Testament. Yeah. And then Jesus prophesied in Isaiah's and all throughout Old Testament. But we first like see see Jesus in the gospel, and then we first witness the Holy Spirit, which is the third aspect of the Trinity, in the Book of Acts, mm. right through the Pentecost. Mm. So now, like this whole three piece puzzle came to completion of Trinity. Mm-hmm. But my question is: Is there we don't we know that there is no beginning and end for God, but was there beginning and end for Jesus and Holy Spirit? In other words. In the very first chapter one, page one of the Bible, mm-hmm. when it said the the Spirit of God was hovering over, was Jesus and Holy Spirit present at that moment too? 
say yes. Yeah. Yeah. But part of me wanted to say no. Mm. And here's my logic behind it is like, I mean, <clears throat> the way that the Bible is written out mm-hmm. is that it's like kind of linear, right? Mm-hmm. Like we see literally God in the from the you know the Trinity, let's say, God as you know whatever being state he was in the Old Testament you know, mm-hmm. with the Israelites, blah blah blah, all the way to the end of that, and then Jesus coming in as the form of man, which is it's like kind of the man form of God, God in the form of man. I'm sorry. Um, on earth like present physically like touchable like you could like you know experience him like literally right in front of you and then like as this holy spirit gets introduced and then jesus leaves earth you know we kind of see like step one two and three Mm -hmm. almost but this was actually like a thought i had i don't know if i told you this i probably did but when pastor mike even mentioned it that the holy spirit is kind of referenced to as like wind like or you can kind of imagine it as wind and that's actually if anything like a mention of it could be like said it was first in genesis like with the creation like it could have been the holy spirit that was giving you know life to the things on like the physical earth like kind of moving around Mm -hmm. and like sort of like a wind but even with like the trinity and like god jesus and the spirit it's not it's not like here to here. It's not like linear. Mm-hmm. But I guess to use another analogy, not to put in a god in a box, but like I've heard like God being in like or we can think God of as like water okay. in a way. Like very like fluid, very like not unpredictable, but moving in its own manner mm-hmm. that in a way quite has no like beginning or end because it's just these natural forces that act upon it or God is the one actually doing the act acting upon. Mm -hmm. But if all three existed in the beginning, it was simply like, like a fluid version of God, almost like coexisting, but also existing as like, at least like to our perspective as one thing which mm-hmm. was just like as we put it god like mm-hmm. god the father let's say but then later in the bible we see like god the son mm-hmm. god the spirit so i don't know that's see that's where i'm like confused too a bit is like you know like what separates the three and their roles mm-hmm. more so and like that's what i want to like figure out in the gospel more too like like obviously Jesus had a role on earth specifically, mm-hmm. but you know, maybe thinking more about God's timing with that mm-hmm. and presenting Jesus on earth is something that I'm interested about. And the different perspective that the four gospels have on Jesus too is kind of interesting. So that's probably where I'm leaning towards more. I like what I want to learn more about. Yeah. I just don't know where to start. <laughs> like you just said, gospel. Like yeah, Matthew one. But I know like you could like read chapter to chapter and all four, and then get like a bit of a different. You know, all four gospels have different uh, audiences in mind. You know that, right? I didn't know about audiences, but I just know that they wrote in different. They wrote by four different people, right? Right, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. But they all specifically wrote for uh, different um, audiences. For instance, 
Matthew wrote for the Jewish people. Um, do you know the other three, Grace? <laughs> the audiences of the four gospel. Matthew wrote for Jewish people. Do you know what Mark, Luke, John is written for? Okay, she doesn't know. But um, John is written for the Gentiles, people outside of Jewish culture. Okay. And I don't remember Mark and Luke. I think Luke was written for Romes, like uh, the Romans. Who did Mark write for? I have no idea. I don't remember. Mark was the Gentiles. Mark was the Gentiles? So maybe Luke. What did John John what who did John write for? So four gospels for audiences? Yeah. Matthew to the Jews. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, Mark to the Romans. Okay. Luke to the Greeks. Greeks. John to the John Gentile. wait, John wrote to everyone because everyone needs to meet God and Yeah. But we say like Gentiles. Oh like everyone yeah. else. Oh okay. yeah. except Jews. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So Matthew to Jews. John to Gentiles or everyone else and then Mark and that's why when you like um, like if someone doesn't know anything about Jesus or doesn't know anything about Christianity go to John like go to John mm. they recommend them that and the way like the language it uses and the way like they structure it like for Mark um, it's all like accounts of Jesus' miracles Mark? yeah it doesn't mention Jesus' birth at all mm. I don't it think just like so. goes right into like when he right. started doing it's stuff. just straight up like his ministries um. Yeah, I mean, you can look it up. Action-packed gospel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that what it says? Yeah, it says. T- so to this, they knew nothing of scriptures, but knew everything of power. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Mark highlights all the work that Jesus did. Matthew goes in pretty good detail. John. Yeah, John's like just universally balanced. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty well balanced. Luke says the Greeks loved culture, beauty, and ideas. Yeah. And yeah. Insight songs. And that's why when you read the book of the gospel according to Luke, the language that it uses is like very poetic. Um it said like that the scene of Gethsemane when Jesus is praying, like God, like if it's your will, like let this cup pass from me. It says Jesus was um he was his burden was so heavy that his dr- sweat was it Try his tears? Up. His sweat or his tears dropped and felt like blood. Uh. Like super poetic, right? And there's a lot of poetic languages in Luke. It makes sense because I guess he's written for written for, right, for Greeks. But one thing I mentioned Grace earlier or a couple of days ago, I thought that was, that was so funny. Uh, when Jesus gets arrested, um, it says Jesus. that uh, one of the uh, person that was with Jesus draws a sword and cuts off the ear right. of the um, high priest's servant. Matthew and Mark and Luke does not mention who it was. It just says someone who was by Jesus or standing next to Jesus. Right. But was it Luke? Grace? It's John, right? I might have to double check. It's either Luke or John, but one of them just straight up puts Peter on blast. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, and this person was Peter. <laughs> it's so funny. And they mentioned the name of the uh, servant as well that he cuts his ear off to. Oh, which Peter. I thought was so freaking funny. But 
to get to that part. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's funny, right? So yeah, try reading it like uh, chronologically, even if it helps. Right, right. But the four perspectives yeah. are very fascinating if you study it. But good luck on your journey. Keep reading. Um, I hope it blesses you. And uh, New Year, new us. Mm-hmm. Let's continue doing our thing. Continue growing. Happy New Year's, Grace. <laughs> she says yay. She's very excited about that. Yeah. You want to sign us off? Yeah. Um, Pray for us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I th- before we close, and I know that's such a prayer thing. Yeah. I swear the other day I was in a work meeting and like, I was supposed to be leading the meeting. It was like a project that I'm kind of heading up on. I had all these like, uh-huh. I had all these like IT managers and like even my boss, the director yeah. in front of me. Yeah. And like, we're like at times, so, you know, like the whole like corporate way, like I'm sure like some people know this, but like you're supposed to be like, all right, I think we're at time here. So I'll let you all off. And maybe it's, if you're like early, it's like, oh, I'll give you guys like 10 minutes back or whatever you say that. But some urge in me wanted to be like, all right, guys. Um, I appreciate the information and for um, you know hearing out our ideas. Uh, let's go ahead and close. I was about to, like in prayer, like or like I was about to say like let me pray for us. I just feel like it's not like the most horrible thing I could yeah, do at work, yeah, but yeah. it just like ha- forced a habit. Yeah, I like kind of see myself doing. Um, Bro. but I, I won't be praying for this podcast specifically. <laughs> um, but yeah, just a just a nice little intro to the year. Well, um, yeah, Jung and I will try to think of some things. That we could do more exciting for you guys. Mm. And by you guys, I mean everyone at church listening to this. So thank you. Mm. Uh, and then some, right? Yeah, dude. People uh, outside of church. Yeah, yeah. I know we got some like, we got a, uh, like a, an audience in like Germany. Heck or yeah. Something. So um, I think we'll try to figure out some things here. I know Jung's going to be like away for a bit this month. You're traveling, right? I will be here for next episode though. Oh, okay, okay. Cool, cool. Uh, but we'll, maybe, yeah, we'll talk about Jung's adventures in the next podcast. with <laughs> Yeah. with some guests perhaps so until then just take care everyone have a great beginning to the new year and we'll see you guys soon all right peace bye